When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Don't kid yourself, Jimmy. If a cow ever got the chance, he'd eat you and everyone you care about. Oh, God. Here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 <laughs> Glorious Friday ahead of us. Guy emails and says, uh, John, would you buy Hildy a bedroom set for a chance at a hand job? No. I would buy Hildy a bedroom set with the guarantees that once I did that, I would get a hand job. Mm. Not the chance of a hand job. I'd buy myself a bedroom set and give myself a hand job before I'd ever do that, looking at pictures of her. Because I'm not taking the chance that she doesn't like that, and then I'm, you know, I'm out the bedroom set. It's tough to say no to Hildy's picture. I'll give you a hand job if you buy me a couch. That's a guarantee. I need that in writing. Buy me a couch for the chance at a hand job is a lottery, and I'm not interested. That means there's 20 other dudes in the same drawing. That's pretty spectacular stuff. Even though she's got that horrible STD, terrible, lifelong, incurable STD. She's a mother. It's t- I can't, we can't fix that, Brady. You can't. Hildy's a mom. And what, Does she have a daughter or a son? Do we know? Uh, I don't Who know. cares? I, well, I would. Well, because it why? Looks, you start dating Hildy and she's it got a daughter. I know it sucks either way, but then think about what that daughter's going to turn into. She worked hard after that baby yeah. was born. Oh, no, she did. Surgeons did an amazing job. <laughs> I'd be a, a good stepdad for that. <laughs> oh, would you? Yeah. I bet you would. <laughs> Yep. Ooh, side boob. Oh, no, everything. Stop it. Don't look at her anymore. <laughs> we're, we're all buying couches nice. for the internet. Uh, and then I got, to, I got a guy who's actually mad at me for being a coward in war. I got an email that says, bragging about being a coward's not cool, bro. <laughs> Dying for your country is an honor. Defending something you believe in is amazing. 
Those men were heroes. I would never want you in my foxhole. What an embarrassment. Of then course they're Then it says, our soldiers deserve better than you. Well, that's why I'm not in it. Did, what did yeah. I just say? Yeah. I think I told you that. I don't I'm, think it's necessarily bragging. Our soldiers deserve <laughs> yeah, better I think it's than you? Pretty much just self-awareness and shame, you jackass. Our soldiers deserve better than you, my man. All right. I agree. That's why I said I'm not part of that life. <laughs> they would be one down the second I'm there. And you know what? My bar's set real low. Maybe I'd shock myself and start fighting real hard. But I'm telling you, every time a Russian warship is talking to me, a boat. I get nervous when like the, those uh, police boats show up on Bartlett Lake. Put down oh, yeah. all of your drinks. Like, oh, crap. We're going to jail, you guys. Do everything they ask. Look, in that situation on Snake Island, and if I knew the guy was going to make that response and I'm in there, like, hang on a second. Give me a running start before you make that announcement to the warship. Right. I'm heading for the rocks. What do you bring, plan on saying? Bring the walkie-talkie yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I seriously, any boat that does this, I'm, I'm like, ah, I surrender. I'm, I, yeah, it's, I'm, I don't understand fighting but a boat. But you're also in a boat. Uh, they weren't. Uh, okay, but. but still, I don't like the idea of that. Any boat coming at me with the ability to go, put down your guns, is going to win the fight. You can you can play the oh, you such a coward you puss. Our soldiers deserve better. You admitted right. you, you were. Remember when I said I didn't sign up and I decided to join radio school instead? Because I know, idiot. Soldiers deserve better than you, man. Take that uniform off. I'm not wearing one. And I agree with you. I they mean, do. Yes, we are on the same page, ass nuts. There's a t-shirt. You, you and I agree 100%, and you are choosing to fight me. You, because you're a coward. By my, how do you know that? Let me ask you that. Where did you get the information that you're fighting me with? Oh, right, from me. <laughs> Idiot. Bark at me through email about what a coward I am. I just told you that. <laughs> this, this world where we can't even agree without fighting. How combative is his relationship? Honey, do you want spaghetti? I love spaghetti and you know it. <laughs> we got to throw it in my face for. What no- happened? Those noodles deserve better yeah, than you. This is garbage. <laughs> you knew I wanted spaghetti and you start talking about it. God damn it. Well, we are we agree that spaghetti's for dinner, right? Yeah, we both know what for dinner. <laughs> Our kids deserve better than this. What's happening? You might be crazy. Anyway, yeah. So I'm just letting you know that, that is definitely me. That's my MO. I would surrender to something I guaranteed lose to. Now, some dude wants to fight for my house, you know, all individual and stuff like that. You're gonna get a hell of a fight. You're going to fight for my belongings, you're going to get a hell of a fight. If you come up to me with a gun and you want my car, you just want a car. That's pretty much how it works. I'm not an idiot. It's just stuff. If a, if a group of people rolled up in a tank in my front yard and said, surrender your guns and come out without fighting, guess what I would do? You guys like my house that much? Heck, I'd have called Doug Hopkins gotten you a deal. You didn't have to bring the tank in and wreck the road. This is going to cost you more money in repairs. I'd have just yeah. given it to you. <laughs> yeah. The other guy was, did you see, see the soldier that blew himself up on the bridge? No. To, to stop the Russians from coming over? No. that's. Uh, I got this, boys. Yeah, well, I, 
It's been an honor, boys. Don't do it, Tony. We get, we'll just forget it. We'll just we'll just be Russian. We were Russian once before. It's Don't a- know what. Oh, for Christ's sake, that's going to piss them off. Wrong bridge. That's going to piss them. They, and then they just realize there's a there's a B route. <laughs> the Russians just go around. We didn't need the bridge after all. That guy's an idiot. Just go to the side. Go to the other bridge. <laughs> the city of bridges, you idiot. Kill the city of bridges, dumbass. Oh, you delay us eight minutes. All right, we have to take hard right, go down to other bridge. Yo, I, I would seriously, this is a well-armed Russian clown car. <laughs> like, okay, I come out. <laughs> like, I heard well-armed. I don't care what kind of vehicle it is. Surrender your weapons or the clowns will kill you. Jesus, that's where nightmares are born. And then, of course, well, the good news is that one thing that the West has sent over to the Ukraine is Sean Penn. Spicoli's going to put an end to this. Well, uh, he's getting all the credit later. in the world. Look, I don't know what he's doing. But how self-congratulatory and unaware are you that you were once Spicoli and now you are documentarian of human atrocity? He's always around stuff that's terrible, like he can, but he doesn't fix anything. He's just there. And I don't know, like he's going to press conferences. Yeah, and, it's it almost feels like, oh, you're trying to teach a lesson after the fact. Well, that was before the fact. Like he went over there but knowing that there was trouble there's coming. There's going to happen. That something's going to happen. Uh, yeah, and it's like you put yourself in that situation. You're not brave. You're filming a documentary. I mean, I guess there's bravery in running around in dangerous areas, but you're Sean Penn. No one's turn- No one has ever said, you know, Sean Penn needs to save us. Yeah, He's you know, the only you know one that thinks need- that. He's the only one that thinks, oh, Sean Penn can save the day. Not a soul thinks, well, we'll send Sean Penn over. Is it Haiti, Brazil? Oh, he um, does all of them. Everything. Is there any tragedy Sean Penn goes over like he's going to solve it? It's the same delusional nuttiness that Dennis Rodman does when he goes, I can go, I'll say, I can fix this. Oh, and I'll North go to Korea, Korea and I'll fix it. Like, Dennis, nobody's ever said, what would Dennis Rodman? And Dennis Rodman almost fixed it. That was the crazy part. The guy actually got time with the leader and said, I sat with him. He said, but he also almost wrecked it. So... I don't. That is internal. That's you thinking. I've got this. Nobody takes Rodman seriously, though. Some right. idiots take Sean Penn oh, seriously, yeah. and they're oh wow, I bet he Sean can. Sean Penn will go over there and fix this. But nobody's ever said, well, the the first option in this tragedy is Sean Penn and a camera. Nobody says that. What was the last good movie you did? It's been a long time. Man, I love Taps. Taps is amazing. He was like thirteen in Taps. Fast times is great. Nobody would ever said let's let's send uh, Phoebe Cates, Judge Reinhold, and Sean Penn over. Phoebe Cates could stop it back in the Phoebe day. Phoebe Cates, yeah, right. forty years ago. Russian yeah. warship would give up. To yeah, that. Russian warship was interested in 1981. <laughs> the sixty-year-old Phoebe Cates move. Cue the cars. Yeah, put your bra back on immediately. <laughs> yeah, the car song. No, 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 up. it doesn't work anymore. Oh, She's sixty. Stop it. <laughs> the song is played out, and the Russian warship wants to see younger boobs. Come on, you're better than this, America. Sean Penn in Ukraine, and they're like, what a hero. What an amazing... He's been there for a couple of weeks filming this stuff, and it's uh, for his own... Grad- it's, it's, it, what people don't get is he's not doing it to save the day. He's making a documentary to he sell. He wants to tell the uh, tale of he the people He wants to make money. There. Yeah. He's going to sell a documentary. That's what I see. I see a guy who's taking advantage of a terrible situation, uh, uh, in, injecting himself into it, filming it, and then coming out going, look at Sean Penn. Look at Sean Penn. I'm and he, amazing. And he's a martyr either way. Because right. if, if he, he dies, dies the documentary is even better. Yep. And if he doesn't, right. he's still like, look at Sean Penn. Nobody else did what I'm doing. No politicians went over there 
and, and did anything. I'm, I'm the bravest Western world guy in the world. And uh, nine bucks, you can see uh, my documentary. You know, I'm going to text him to see if he needs any more help. <laughs> right. Espacoli, <laughs> it's Russian warship. Knock it off. Put your camera down. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time, comrade? Kill him. He responds back to him. Bring out Phoebe. You dicks! <laughs> Seriously, Spicoli, you are not that important. Russian worship unimpressed with Spicoli. What's the last good movie you do, huh? Name it. It was Dick Tracy or crazy? Yeah, he's filming right in the middle of the heated negotiation. <laughs> right. You married Madonna at peak and blew it, Tommy. <laughs> You're not. You can. You're not diplomat. You couldn't save a relationship with Madonna when hot. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the guy's been through like nine marriages. He's going to go solve world problems. He can't even fix his own home. Robin Wright Penn, smoking hot. Look great. You lose her too. What are you going to fix here? You can't fix your own kitchen. Russian warship going to kill Spicoli now. <laughs> well, but right before it's happening, large pizza for... <laughs> right. <laughs> Penn, pizza... Delivered by the great uh, Taylor Negron. He's a comedian. He was the pizza boy in that movie. Mm-hmm. And then he was also uh, in Rodney Dangerfield's Easy Money. Yeah. He was the... Can I call, I call you, you dad? dad? <laughs> he was awesome. Uh, anyway, so he's out there filming that thing. And and everybody's like, what? It's all for his own self-gratification, his own value later. He'll be, you know, that... Uh, quiet guy on talk shows that's barely speaking just a silent brave you know when i was there everybody oh you're so amazing sean penn i just see it as stupid i see celebrities and who's that lady we were talking about this brady was watching this before there's a woman getting all sorts of heat uh it's on tmz i've never heard of her she was in the 90210 reboot and uh she anna anna lynn mccord or something like that nobody's seen that no, nobody watched the new reboot of the 90210, but she made a video for the Russian press. Annalyn McCord, that's yeah. right. Annalyn McCord is her name. And she made a video for uh, Putin that said- uh, A poem. She wrote says, a poem. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. I can't imagine how it feels in your heart, but I know if I was your mother, it would be a start. Uh, she goes on and pleads uh, that uh, Putin put an end to the unbridled aggression while treating him like one of her own kids. The uh, internet responded appropriately. She's cute, but the internet uh, uh, responded appropriately by going, the self-centeredness of this chick is mind-numbing. Just go on and sing Imagine next time like Gal Gadot did. Because remember when she tried to solve the world by doing an Instagram post. By the way, your Instagram posts never fix anything, (laughs) celebrities. And you know what Putin did that's a real crime? As if it wasn't going to be hard enough to swallow... The Oscars before. Now. Oh, no. The All poetry. these celebrities that are going to go up with some sort of a thing to say about the Ukraine, and that'll be what solves it. When George Clooney goes up and talks about the aggressions of uh, the 
despot leaders and the people we have to stop. And oh no, what the Ukrainian people? Yeah, the Ukrainian people need oh, our support. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're, exactly. hold, you're holding your Oscar because yeah. you're really just about you. Maybe they'll all go up there and say, "Join me as yeah. I film my documentary." <laughs> right, I'm going over there too, <laughs> called "Fu Russian Warship." <laughs> Idiots. Uh, and then uh, Lee says, uh, John, the game you mentioned that you're playing at home, you're drawing from a hat, life from a hat, I call it. Sounds like fun for my wife and I. Are there cards or something you bought or did you just make up your own? I tried to find some similar products, but it was all vanilla stuff or all bedroom stuff. We like the idea of mixed bag like you mentioned. Yeah, just make them up. Do it. Life from a hat's great. I told Larry yesterday that we could do it on the radio station. Just have life from a hat. <clears throat> we're like eighth caller right now. We're going to go life from a hat. And we have a hat full of things. It could be a prize. It could be something you got to do. It could be something like because I suggested like, okay, life from a hat. Let's say Toledo calls. Hey, Toledo, you're on the phone. Life from a hat. You get to pick the next song KUPD plays and introduce it and say hi to whoever you want. The radio station's yours. And you can play whatever, like Eminem or a country song or whatever. Larry started getting weird about that. Oh, what are you going to kill a Seven Dust song for Garth Brooks? I'm like, yeah, but it would be fun. It's life from a hat. That's the spontaneity of life from a hat. And it is fun. Hey, we played Stacy Q for God's sake. Yeah, and people liked it. It's yeah. fun. Spontaneity. And you, you either hate, liked it, or loved it, or whatever. Boy, when I say caller eight, the phones light up. I know. We don't have, I was just, it was hypothetical, everybody. Must call Holmberg. Must call caller eight. Must be prizes. Free socks. Free socks. <laughs> I'm giving away his socks. Anyway, yeah, so Life from a Hat is a great idea. I need to, what I want to do, and I'm not a book writing book writer, I can't do it. I don't have the patience. But like each, each thing is a chapter in a book called Life from a Hat to see how it goes. Because it could, could like, like a documentary, it could chronicle uh, like an amazing uh, jump of a, like a relationship going from another, like to another level. Or it could chronicle a divorce. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could be like 18 chapters of like by the time we got to the 18th one, we wanted to wring each other's necks. So we're doing Life from a Hat and the game night. And then this weekend we have another one we haven't drawn yet. But they're all over and they're not all dirty. There's uh, other things that you can do, but you just write your ideas down of things you want to do or like a fun idea to try around and, the house or whatever, and then you draw out of it, and you have to do it. It's fun. And that dessert thing Megan did the other night was golden, just flat golden. Because you can make the uh, innocuous, silly, G-rated one dirty if you're feeling dirty. But not if you're a guy. Dudes, I highly recommend that Life from a Hat always stay true to the uh, actual card you draw. Or the little paper that, in our case, that you draw. Because if you put whipped cream on your dick and walk into a room on dessert night, you're going to be a jerk. If you do that one, you just lose automatically. There's no way. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I want to, Like, chapter one would have been, life from a hat, dessert night. And it's a fun story. It's a funny thing. Because I would just write ten pages of how I was fretting over getting the dessert thing right. Making sure it's delivered on time. And making sure it was good. And, and having a plan. And all she did was spray whipped cream on her nipples. That was it. That was dessert night. And that was golden. Game night so far has been a strikeout two nights in a row because we went drinking yesterday for lunch. I had PT, and then uh, I was running late with everything. I'm like, screw it. i got to skip PT. I'll do it tomorrow. Let's go grab something to eat. And we had a couple of day drinks. And uh, next thing you know, we're at home, and my eyes are kind of half closed. And I'm like, I got a little sleepy with day drinking. And I said, I don't think game night's going to be a thing. Said, Thank God. I don't feel like doing it at all. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> Phew, pressure's <laughs> so off. Game night has been a complete failure, but it, maybe tonight. Because we're supposed to play pool. Every, every game we play – is like strip game night. So we're going to dress up like Eskimos and play pool. And loser has to drop some clothes. Yeah. Living with a teacher, it's going to be Scrabble and 
the game of life. Yeah, you don't have a game room. Yeah. Don't, I highly suggest don't do game Heads up seven up. Heads up seven up. Rainy day recess. Time for rainy day recess. Who tapped me? God. Was that thumbs up seven up? seven up? two hours to get out of our clothes. How the F did heads up seven up get across the nation? It's like a terrible idea, but every kid from every school in every state knows it. Let's play. I moved around a lot as a kid, and I remember, like, you know, West Virginia, New Mexico, San Diego, here. Every time it rained, the teacher had heads up seven up, and I'm like, I know this one. Don't worry. And they're like, John, you're the new. Do you know what heads up? heads up seven up? It's nationwide. Yeah. This is easy. And then that, so they would tap you, and then you put your thumb up. And I still don't even know the rules. It's but, a way you can uh, tap the girl you have a crush on or a guy. And, oh yeah, and that's they, how then we they do. can point it out yeah. to you. Oh, he did it. But in my case, Brady, the girl, weirdo. <laughs> I had the girl. Yeah, or I heard guy. that too. We all heard you say that's it. your choice. Crushes on I crushed it. Man. I did too. The, you and Wilty or what? I bought DJ Lasicki a couch. He <laughs> makes good coffee. He's a good kid. <laughs> DJ, I tapped you. We had one called Silent Ball. Do you remember Rainy Day Recess Silent Ball? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we would yeah. sit in our. We'd sit on top of the desks on our knees, and you would throw the ball to somebody. And if anybody made any noise or dropped it, they were out. Wow. Well, you peeped. That was, uh, my, my teacher was Ron Rogers, Mr. Rogers. And he was the opposite of the real Mr. Rogers. <laughs> and he was tired of us making noise. So he invented silent ball. And if anybody made a noise, you had to sit down. And you couldn't and play And it trickled anymore. down to you, Brett? Oh, yeah. You we had it in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy part was like you wing it at somebody. Oh, you try to make them fall off their, yeah. Yeah, or fall off yep. their de- desk. Yep. Couldn't do that nowadays. but yeah. We oh, would no. just go directly into hangman. <laughs> the real one? Yes, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We did a few hands. The UA was yeah. a little different. I don't understand why recess had to have, like, the break had to happen. It's pouring rain outside, and like, all right, everybody stand on your desk for half an hour and throw a ball at the other kid. Then we'll get back to math. Where the principal would come over the PA and, sorry, it's raining. Yeah. So no smear the queer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The queer. Stay in the awesome. classes. They changed the name of that, by the way. I don't <laughs> think you- <laughs> I know. Yeah. Smear the yeah, friend. Smear, I know. They call it, like, uh, uh, Oh, it's got a stupid name though. You, you get like attack the attack the weaker girly kid. I think <laughs> Can't even do that. I don't think you can get caught yeah. that. I don't know. Forget what it is. It's uh oh, I forget what smear the queer is called now. It's kind of when they changed everything from the old name to doorbell ditching. Right. Probably yeah, right. They're yeah, right yeah, to do it. But right. yeah. all right, Brett, settle down. <laughs> yeah, we, he's like he was right. to say knocking. Brett did the racist math on that and loved every second. It's computed. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the old name. I remember. I just said it to myself. The good old days. I remember the old days. I said it in my head, and it, it was still funny. Never forget the good yeah. one. Doorbell ditching. Well, that was the thing for me. Is that you know, look, I was I grew up in Indiana and West Virginia. The the original name of doorbell ditching was not. Yeah. Whispered. It probably oh, hasn't changed no, either. No, actually. And they, yeah, I guarantee they, you, up in the region, that's hold on, still it. we're doing the old-fashioned way. And when the I, person that it happened to, oh, oh, last night. Yeah, oh, it was terrible. But uh, <laughs> when I moved to San Diego, the guy I did it with was Tony, and he was an African American kid, and he's the one who started calling it doorbell ditching, and rightfully so. And then I kind of realized that is a terrible, terrible thing. I've, <laughs> right. I kind of, and then you realize what changes to doorbell ditching? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How dare you, Tony? This is an American <laughs> tradition. <laughs> But no, it was the, when they, when he started to call it that. I'm like, that is that was a growth moment for me. I'm like, that is a terrible. I'm I'm I've left Indiana. This, there's no reason for me to call this anything anymore. But yeah, but doorbell ditching became a thing. It's true. 
That must have been uncomfortable the first time he asked, you want to play? Do you want to play doorbell ditching? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you I'm mean, not sure. What is what that? Is that? <laughs> that's where you go ring someone's doorbell and you run. And I'm like, oh, that's called Me? doorbell ditching. <laughs> right. Tony. He knew. He was aware of it. In fact, the kid we did it with, Sean Orr, still called it the other thing in front of Tony. And I thought that I, Tony never fought back. I'm like, Tony, you should kill him for that. Rex says, guys, I graduated in 2018. We had silent ball, so it's still around. Still. Yeah. You graduated from elementary school in 2018? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They're not doing it in high school. Silent yeah, ball. They just, yeah, we call it a quiet ball, but I mean... That's, yeah, same yeah. thing. But yeah, the heads up seven up there. I don't know how that got across the world, but it did. Great game. What brought that on? What were we talking about? That brought on? Oh, Toledo. <laughs> Toledo. Yeah, Toledo's yeah, teacher's his, uh, life's idea. Yeah. Your ideas would be awful. His life from a hat would be the worst. <laughs> butter something. <laughs> and they would. <laughs> and they butter, butter, they butter, they butter, they butter toast and... Yeah, but the idea I can't I can't even remember what they are. Most of them are kind of, and there's some that are fun. Like the like Life from a Hat has one that I wrote down. And I'm like, this is kind of gay, but it could turn into something fun. Where you have like a, a husband wife slumber party, and you build a fort in the middle of the living, like you have a like it make it like a tent out of like blankets. A sleepover. It's like a sleepover, but it's a sleepover for adults, so it's gonna turn nasty. It's gonna be blowjobs in the fort, which is always why you built it in the first place. Except for me and Stebbings never blew each other. <laughs> Always thought about it. Well, Mark, you still got time. Mark, I know, you know, Mark. I mean, you guys could do life from a hat with Mark, too. <laughs> oh, I look forward to the next yeah. H&H Ranch. Is the it? next H&H Ranch. Hey, Hopkins. Oh, boy, here we go. Draw from the hat. What's with the fort? It says we got to have a slumber party. <laughs> We're having a slumber party, all right. Oh, Doug Hopkins. <laughs> I like your feet. <laughs> and you just made me picture Doug's feet. There, Doug Hopkins has Fred Flintstone's feet to the point has where they to. look animated. They have to. Yeah. That would have to be animated feet. But, yeah, so it's fun. So if you want to do it, I, I actually – it's not like a crazy original idea as far as like – you know, there's plenty of uh, marital therapists that will give you the thing of spark your romance by taking your wife out on a date. Those kind of – this is different. Lovely. This is like yeah, – Spontaneous yeah, stuff. Right. This is stuff where it's like our ideas of things we've done before, but let's do them again and let's, let's do them in a different kind of fun way. But there's plenty of them, yeah. So write your own ideas down if you want to do life from a hat. It's fun. And it, it doesn't mean your life's in trouble or your marriage is struggling. You're just coming up with ideas. It's, not, it's like brainstorming at work. Like, what are, you guys, what are we going to do next with this idea? And you write down like 13 or 14 marketing ideas for your how to get to the next step, and you have fun doing it. It's better than the whole, don't kiss me, I didn't brush my teeth yet. And you get that rollover, and you're just kind of doing that weird hump from behind where it's like I can't touch her face. <laughs> you're all prepared for the night. Everybody showered up. There's no rust butt. There's no dirty mouth. It's more of an effort. You're putting in an effort. Because there's nothing worse than that. I'll just roll over. I can't. <clears throat> I haven't brushed my teeth yet. <laughs> oh, all right. Do you want to get up and brush your teeth? No, I'll just stick it in. Go finish up. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I'm almost done, so you can get in there and get some crest on those choppers. <laughs> yeah, if you could speed it up, that'd be great. And don't put anything on me. I'll take care of it in the bathroom. Yeah, you just have fun. The slumber party will be fun. The other way, you know, like uh, teach the other person how to change a bike tire is one. Megan doesn't know that yet. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so that way if I'm at work, I'm like, hey, I want to go riding and uh, I got a flat. You want to get out there? And I know you know how to do it. You owe me. Yeah, maybe that would be a good one. Change a car tire. Why is this one fun? Because you guarantee if, if you draw that, she's going to bail out of that activity with a blowjob in seconds. So you got to throw a few in there. Oh, today 
we're going to go out and we're going to rotate the tires on the Jeep. Ah! <laughs> anything. Anything to avoid the rotating tires. Hey, this one worked out great. I'll take it to discount tomorrow. Yeah, but if you have one on there that she didn't, like, a, like write down a few that you know are kind of going to end up. She's going to, like, you know, the Russian warship. So, like, put that in. I'll just blow you. How about that? I don't want to change tires. This one says, I miss game date night with my Toledo. Signed, Dawn. <laughs> in all caps. So she yells on text. Yeah, too. she did the one. I remember the one when you guys first started playing uh, Life from a Hat. It was called, See How uh, Fast You Can Make Your Husband Deaf. <laughs> it's game night, asshole! Not again? Time to play! Quiet ball! Dawn is uh, 0 for 832 in a quiet ball. <laughs> what do you mean I lose? <laughs> You're missing the point of the game, honey. Yeah. Everybody shut up. Uh. There's a Russian warship outside. Oh, my God. What's going on out there on the island? She'd win. Oh, Never mind. Guys, turn around. Are win. you guys okay? Yeah. Russian turn warship is concerned for people on uh, on the shark and snake island. We're okay. Turn your effing boat around. Oh, my God. Turn around. She's horrifying. <laughs> Send her over there. We surrender. You have boat. Leave the boat, swim off! <laughs> Leave the boat. Swim off! <laughs> All right, guys, we got to jump. Let's go! <laughs> That's the impotent semen you are! <laughs> okay, she's crazy. Everybody, jump off boat. Give crazy woman boat. Russian boat is hers. Or they fired the missiles and they... T- Don, yell! <laughs> Deploys the missiles in the air. <laughs> missiles, missiles away, Captain. <laughs> They have missile defense system from some sort of shrew. <laughs> they just hit Moscow. They redirected it. The banshee on Snake Island has redirected all of our missiles. <laughs> oh my god! This is launched in some sort of sound waves. Turn the boat around. Turn the boat around. Turn this boat around. Turn it around. We love Gloria Estefan. It's a weakness. <laughs> anyway. It's By a, the way, guys, uh, Smear the Queer is now called Kill the Carrier. I'm Kill the Carrier. Oh, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. And I don't know that murder is better than school with yeah, that. Smearing. At least we just injured the homosexual. <laughs> right. We didn't just kill some mailman. Murder the mailman. I don't think that's better. But yeah, the, uh, the Smear the Queer was a fun one. And we always tried to get like the kid we knew was gay to play. And then, you always gave it to the weak kid. We, too. You always threw it to the weakest kid, and then somebody would just annihilate him. We put a kid into those... Death, uh, the the death metal igloo. I, I never understood Arizona's death that metal jungle igloo. Gym the thing? jungle gym death oh, metal yeah. igloo. That's once May hit, it just became a frying pan for hands. Yeah, you can't use it for five months yeah. of the year here <laughs> in Arizona. We had metal sl- Roosevelt Elementary. The death metal igloo. The jungle gym. Uh, the nets. The uneven bars. The we never had nets. Everything yeah. we had was steel, yeah. Brady. We had the stainless steel slides. slides and everything. Just nothing but steel. You were, did you guys have shade structures over in? No. no. Not back in the day. Started we started that no. at no. Alex's elementary A girl's leg yeah, peeled you. off on the slide one year. She got on on shorts. Sloughing. And and cooked her legs and they started to like bubble. I, her name was Stephanie, I think. I don't remember. But she went down that slide and it just boiled her legs. And then uh, the death metal igloo. I remember in Smear the Queer, there was a kid named Danny. And it was, all right, everybody, who's in? Like eight of us. And this kid named Jesse Valenzuela was one of the, like these tough Mexican kids. <laughs> and that, I, I, you know, being new to Arizona, but I was in New Mexico. I saw a lot of Mexicans there for the first time. And then I came here and I met the tough Mexicans of Mesa. 
And Jesse was like two feet three, but he was a bowling ball of terror. And Smear the Queer was like his favorite thing. He had low center of gravity. And immediately it's like, Smear the Queer. And the ball went right into gay Danny's hands. And Danny goes, because ah, eight guys were chasing Danny. And this was his dream come true. And so he's running through the playground. And Valenzuela just woof, just lights him up and puts him into the death metal igloo. Like it's bad. I'm, I don't think that kid's walking today. And not wow. because of death metal igloo. It's because I know he's taking a ton from right. behind. But Danny got <laughs> blasted. And, and we had to stop playing that for a while because we literally smeared the queer. <laughs> it was it was devastating. John, j- this just in. Alec Baldwin says he's going to Ukraine. Oh, good. Well, at least people will get, you know, some resistance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to shoot some guns. But I'm not going to shoot them. Just pull the hammer back. <laughs> I am God. I am God. Yeah, yeah. Send him over. All of these actors, Clooney, Baldwin, Penn. Let's get them all over there. That'll solve these problems. These incredibly self-aware and they, they saw that's Team America. The movie is a joke. Yeah, but it's real. They actually think they're important to the world's events. And then John Kerry said something so stupid yesterday when he went on and said, "I just hope Vladimir Putin goes to bed at night thinking, you know." I need to pull this back a little bit because it's really taking the eye off the ball in the environment. I'm sure that's, that's the first thing on his mind. He's like, I, I would implore that uh, Putin says something and, and, and realizes that what he's doing All right, here, John, what's the company yeah, you're shilling away yeah, for? It's making, it's making the environment a non-focus, and that's really the problem here. It's like, no, I think the problem is those Ukrainians getting killed. I think you need to shut up about – you and Greta need to just take a backseat for five minutes. And know that this oil war we're about to have, uh, nobody really cares about your environmental thing. Just be happy with your Heinz money. Quit right. grabbing for more. Can you marry the Heinz lady? Yeah, it's Just swim in ketchup and shut up. And by the way, happy President's Day, John Kerry. <laughs> anyway. Uh, at 7-Eleven. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? <laughs> Wake Up Song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. But we've been talking all week about, you know, it's, it's getting crazy up north, so we don't really need to push the snow side for the boys, no. but uh, they are doing a Pivot uh, Cycle demo this Saturday Ooh. from 9 to 4, so they're going to have all the new bikes out there. So if you're uh, Pivot's thinking about, new stuff. Yeah, so if you're thinking oh. about hitting the trails, make sure you hit up Action Ride Shop from 9 to 4. This oh, wow. Plus, they got a bunch of pivots in stock, so that if you want to like go mine. there today, no big deal. They stole your bike. That's the uh, that's the LES, isn't it? The picture? Uh, no, it does. It's no. A, I think that's the Firebird. That's actually, a hardtail, isn't it? Oh, it is the Firebird. Yeah. It's got the back end suspension. I but see if you want to see all those bikes we were just talking about, check them out. ActionRideShop.com or just head on into the store. Josh and the boys will definitely take care of you. Oh yeah. And uh, here we go. What are the new ones? You got to show me the pictures of the other pivots. That's uh, a great thing. Yeah, I might roll over to that. That's all day Saturday. Uh, yep. Oh yeah. From yeah. Nine. That's something I might have to see. Nine to four, and the new pivots are—I don't know how much they've done to change them. Oh, I'm gonna—you know what? I better not go. Oh, so yeah, I'll leave with a bike, oh. <laughs> and I can't even ride them. Yet. <laughs> I can ride, but it's like baby bike riding. I can ride on the canals and stuff. All right, now nah, right. I gotta go see that. Oh, <laughs> those bastards at Action Ride Shop got me again. <laughs> so we got a bunch of stuff up here: Slayer, uh, Arch Enemy, KMFDM, Madball, Pantera, Gorky Park making an appearance. Which thank you, on. Chris Cachero. Yeah, I'd just like to throw in my uh, Russian worship. One vote for Gorky Park, please. Uh, Scars on Broadway, Creator, Maiden, Hatebreed, uh, Survivor, and John Cafferty make an appearance because of uh, Rocky Four. <laughs> So they got burning hearts and hearts on fire. Because <laughs> oh we're thinking about the Cold War yes. in Russia again. Aha. 
I'm going to let you choose, Bert. <laughs> I know where you're going too. Yeah, me too. I'll well, just, I'm just going to put it. I in. don't want to be. I don't want to be no Frank Stallone up there. Yeah, I don't want to be a uh, a war monger. Uh, the last thing I want is us involved in another war. The last thing I want us to do is that. So mouth of war and all that stuff seems like we're war eagles trying to scream and yell. I don't want to hawk for war. World War Now by Creator is probably more accurate because it's out yeah. of control. All right, you pick, Bert. <laughs> Just go ahead. All right. Just I'll go ahead. It. Toledo knows. Toledo knows what you're choosing. Oh, yeah. God damn it. It's going to be Hearts on Fire. <laughs> I didn't say, well, it could be <laughs> or the other Hearts song. It's the other one. Either one, it's Rocky Four, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Just on the other night. It's still... I'm not going to say a great movie, an entertaining movie. Again. It's entertaining. It is criminal what the referee allows in the Drago uh, Balboa How pumped up did you get on the training montage? Pretty pumped up. Yeah. I still don't understand when Drago's in the gym and he's doing the um, overhead press, right? Yeah. He's He's got a really cool system. Like, they had a lot of money for Drago. And they do the overhead press, and then they show Rocky at the same time as lifting uh, Duke, Polly, and Adrian in that wagon. Oh, yeah, and the, the cart. But the cart wouldn't be heavy because he's got – like that's what you hitch to the horses. Like it's that's on wheels. That's the pivot. Yeah. That's the easiest part to lift. Like if, if Rocky was lifting the back end of that thing over his head – Oh, that would be impressive. Amazing. But really he's just They got, were on the front. You know, it was still a decent press. I mean, you know, then it? doing the – the ties, the wood ties. Well, the wood ties yeah. in the snow was an amazing achievement. Yeah. And then the hanging over the edge sit-ups, phenomenal. Crazy. I don't know how he does it. He's got to have a And the bag. loft. And outrunning the Mercedes on the trail. Come on. That's yeah, no that's, Mercedes. No, that's that Russian uh, diplomat car. <laughs> yeah, whatever that thing is. But the, the, I'm watching that in that overhead press, and he's like, and his veins are exploding. I'm like, you're at the, this is, I think they call that a fulcrum. I think you've actually got the easiest point. It's probably harder to get in that cart. And he trained so hard. By the time Fight Night came around, he was a buck buck forty five, yeah. and Drago was two fifty. But I'll tell you what, they have some obliques. <laughs> a man could be envious of those obliques. That was the most ripped. Uh, he's egregious he was a- criminal activity by the referees, though. In all Rocky fights, there's a point where Drago knocks him down with a punch, and Rocky bounces right back up. The ref doesn't even step in for a standing eight or anything. He, he, People die. You shake in the it ring. off that fast, John. Is this the training montage already? <laughs> All right. We're going to play the song already, Brad. There's two of them. There's two training montages in this one. This is the first one. Where even the horses can't get through the snow, but Rocky can. You know he got yeah, right, a dollar from that jacket. I'm on your side no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not watching this because it's just going to get me all pumped up. <laughs> there he goes. I'm telling you right now, July, Copper Blues, Sodomizing Linda sings all the montage songs from Sylvester Stallone movies. There's three. That is a Benz. I think they took the Benz logo off. Yeah. Because they're not, they don't have those. Here it is. Rolling boulders. As if on Drago's putting up about 6,000 pounds. Back when Bridget Nielsen was hot. Man, she was. Yeah, I can't watch this. All right, stop. Turn it off. It's too good. Uh, we'll do it. The burning Frank Stallone out there. I'll see what you got. We're still working on it. All right, we're still fifteen hundred bucks. We can make it happen. Still working on a date for the Stallone montage thing, but this will be one of them. God damn it, you guys! <laughs> My, we yeah, can't get him out of here. Plane ticket. And a I was hotel room. He'll come to get him. Out. Oh, he'll come out. Yeah, tell him we got Fox News covering it. He loves that stuff. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, burning Heart. It's a Survivor. That's your wake up song today. Ron Cap's going to join us in a little bit too. It's ninety eight KUPD. Arizona's most Rock Radio Station. I need it. I need it. I need it.
You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.